nobody who uh, finds out she has special powers, and then she goes off to save uh, the galaxy. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. Hmm. Where have we heard that before? Let's see. Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker. Crazy how that works. It's almost like they can't come up with their own shit. Don't even get me started on this, on the whole Ray arc. The whole belief that this, this woman, not even a child, who's never never formally trained in any way, is somehow we're supposed to just believe that she is such a prodigy with the Force that she is stronger than both Skywalk than both the Skywalkers. She's stronger than Palpatine. She she's just so gifted with the Force. She can do things nobody's ever seen. And we're just supposed to believe that shit just appeared out of nowhere. That all her, her entire life on Jakku, where she worked as a fucking scrap dealer, none of this ever like manifested. She never noticed this innate ability. It just appeared out of nowhere and she just somehow had complete mastery over it within what a few days a week something like that yeah a week i think i don't know yeah, i so... didn't i didn't watch the last two movies oh, i didn't really? give a shit enough to watch it because every time i i'd like i'd go oh you know i should really probably watch these movies no. i'd hear i'd hear reviews and go oh no maybe i was... shouldn't watch these movies there's so much wrong about them what, and again, the Luke Skywalker arc in those movies was terrible. I Here think we, the best thing that came out of those movies was the memes. The only person that benefited from those movies was Disney. Well, I was going to say Harrison Ford, but yeah. Well, yes. Because, yeah. because they killed off Han Solo, so he doesn't have to play the role anymore. He's done. Well, yeah, and... <laughs> Like, towards the end of it, um, there was an interview done where Mark Hamill and uh, um, Harrison Ford both were like, yeah, no, we're done with this. <laughs> well, Harrison Ford absolutely hated his role as Han Solo for the simple fact is that's all anybody knew him for. Well, he also like, hated his role as Indiana Jones. Really? Yes. <sighs> He quickly, like somehow out of the blue, quickly turned into that old grumpy guy that hates everything. <laughs> I mean, I love him, but yeah. that's what he turned into, just out of the blue, for no reason. Yeah, that's uh, not great. But back to the whole doing, doing my boy Luke dirty. In the first three films the original trilogy he spends the whole time attempting to save his father who is already a sith lord yeah attempting to bring him back to the light in the opening of the first fucking movie not uh, i think it was technically the second when they finally find him on his little desert island they explain he tried to kill his nephew because he had a bad dream that he he was being tempted by the dark side. <laughs> I, are you fucking kidding? He, this guy went out of his way to fight the galaxy's two Sith Lords. Two ruling Sith Lords. 
brought his his father back to the light after decades of being a fucking terror to the galaxy refused to kill him refused to do to fight him but it was like 14 year old kid in his sleep because he had a bad dream (laughs) but as soon as he had a bad dream he's like well i guess i gotta go kill my nephew i'm sure my sister will appreciate this (laughs) yeah and i remember in another interview um mark hamill mentioned that like he didn't feel like he was playing Luke Skywalker. He felt like he was playing like a different Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he was playing a Luke Skywalker made by Disney that was trying to make their female lead seem even more impressive and powerful that she was able to get over drama or or or, or all this all this crap that it was being thrown at everyone else and everybody else is buckling under it, but she's standing strong. You know, don't you cry multiple times through those movies? And then, oh my god, the fucking sword fighting, the lightsaber combat was dog shit. (laughs) There was zero choreography for the. Oh, you wanna you wanna know the best part? Because I have I I read a interview that they did. They said that. They based their lightsaber combat on medieval claymore fighting. Swords that weigh 20 fucking pounds. 20 plus pounds. They're the big ass long swords. Yeah. Um, we're going to use these these magic ones that virtually weigh nothing. We're going to swing them like they got the mass of a fucking truck behind them. Yeah, that's how we're going to fight. We're going to fight like they're these big heavy weapons and it's slow... There's no, like, choreography at all. It's just swing, hope you hit. Oh, you didn't hit. All right, quickly try and bring this heavy piece of shit back up the block. No, it was slow, crappy fighting. And their excuse for it? Well, we had no reference material. Yeah, you do. All of the other movies. I'm sorry. No, let's see. We have six films prior to this. We have... Like three animated series. We have countless video games with mo- motion capture for their cutscene. The Old Republic, all, all that shit, all of it. Amazing okay. reference material they could have used. You remember? Did you watch the final season of The Clone Wars? Yes, I did. You remember the fight between Ahsoka and Maul at the very end? Yeah. And just how well it was done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that was mocap. It's yeah. not just straight CGI. It was mocap. Actors actually did it. So why couldn't Disney do this for the movies? Well, not just that, but... Um, do you remember Star Wars The Old Republic? Yeah. Literally the fucking trailers for that game. You can't get any better than that. Oh my god, they could have uh, they could have made an entire movie just out of the trailers for the Old Republic. They, yes, they could. Like the trailers for those games. That was such a dark time in the Star Wars universe, where everybody was just stabbing each other in the back. It was just power grab, left, right, and center. You didn't know who you could trust. You didn't know who the good and bad guys were. It was just chaos. 
and it would have been an amazing setting. I mean, hell, in I can't remember if it was the Old Republic or if it was one of the uh, the other games. I'm gonna bring but, up the sword fighting. Oh, and then this this arguably scene. one of the best fight scenes in the entire series. <laughs> one of the best fight scenes in cinema, in general. <laughs> Obi-Wan, that sounds kind of like an absolute buddy. (laughs) Like, just watching this fight. The amount of choreography and training that had to go into this. Oh, absolutely. And you know, you remember when Obi-Wan was fighting Maul in the first movie, in The Phantom Menace? Mm Mm-hmm. Same thing. It, yeah, it, exact same thing. Lots of training. They they actually stated that they got so good at the lightsaber duels that they had, in most cases for fights like this, they have to speed the camera up to make it look good. They had to slow it down for them because they were just moving so fast. It, it was just beautiful. And then there's the part coming up here where they get up on the desk. Um, <laughs> they're just so that desk, they're just swinging, and every I remember, I I remember hearing this argument like, why are they just swinging? The lightsabers aren't connecting. It's like, yeah, no, that was planned. They're supposed to know each other so well that they know each other's attacks. They're just swinging at that point to see if they can get either one to mess up. That's all that it is. Because this is. This is master and apprentice fighting. They yeah, right, know right, each other. Right here, right here. They were waiting to lock blades. That's what it was. Yeah. Like the thing is, if this were against any other Jedi. Anakin would have killed them in the first, like, five minutes of this fight. Yes. The only reason Obi-Wan stood a chance is for two. Two main reasons. His primary form is all about defense. There's almost no aggression to it. It's all about blocking and defending. Mm. And second, he's the one who trained Anakin. He knows him better than anyone. What is... Uh, I believe... He's three, style three, isn't he? Yeah, so Obi-Wan is a master of form three, and Anakin is a master of form seven. I think. Either that or it's... No, seven is the forbidden form. Yeah, the one that Mace Windu wouldn't let him do. Yeah, because that's the one that channels the dark side. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's five, then. Probably five. Hold on, let me... I have this somewhere. Alright, so the seven forms of lightsaber combat. Form one. Uh, Form one is the easiest, of course. Form one every Jedi learns at some point. um, Because it's taught during their training. Their initial training. 
Form 3 Soresso. Yeah, Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. Form 4 Aturu Ahsoka Tano. Form 5. Yeah, Anakin was Form 5. Focuses on powerful attacks, counterattacks, and domination in battle. Okay, now let's watch a <laughs> shitty one from The Last Jedi. Oh. The f- this fight scene alone was so poorly choreographed, the-, the fucking extras in this scene didn't even know what the hell they were doing. I don't even know who that goober is. I still don't understand who that is. As far as I can tell, is that is supposed to be like a failed clone of Emperor Palpatine? (laughs) And, And instead of, you know, just dying like Palpatine wanted it to, it just kind of developed its own personality. And I well, hate that this is how this is how they kill this big baddie that nobody realized existed. Yeah, this is some of the shittiest fighting. Comparatively to what we just saw. Oh. This is horrible. She swings it like a baseball bat. Hey, here's a smart idea. Turn off the fucking lightsaber. In any other film, in any of the the comics or the animated series, you can easily tell what form each force user yeah, practices. These, these two these are guys, just swinging around swords. That's all of that. Yeah, is. these guys are just swinging like they're swinging bats. Look, he's he's just throwing weight behind the blade. Like, that's going to make a difference. Yeah. Because that's what you need in a sword that can melt through anything, right? You need to put so, force okay. behind it. Hold on. I will say this. They have cons- been consistently saying that the... Um, the fucking... What's it called? His lightsaber, Kylo Ren style. Uh, the cross guard lightsabers. They have been consistently saying that those are chunkier boys supposedly and they feel more like a claymore kind of like how the dark saber is supposedly heavier i guess i don't know or something like that um so i will say that he they're staying true to that and even in the new jedi as much as i hate it even in the new jedi survivor game the cross guard style lightsaber is set up so that it's 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 more like a claymore 
than mm-hmm. anything else. So I will say that they're staying true to their current present thing. How that will continue on in the future, probably not. They'll probably just like go, oh, no, well, that was a stupid idea. We're just not going to do that anymore. Also, I w- another thing I want to point out for this scene, these guards are supposed to be wearing, like, Beskar armor. And we've already seen, like, three of them just get stabbed right through the chest like it was nothing. Yeah. So... That was the first smart thing that she did with that lightsaber. Uh-huh. Through Beskar? Yeah, right. And also, that move right there, that just igniting to punch a hole through someone, is such a dishonorable move that even the Sith don't practice it. Well, obviously they do. <laughs> well, this little crybaby bitch does. You know, I, I hate the movie, but I do give props to most of the actors in them. They did do the best they could with the shit they were given. And a say, lot of them haven't re- Their careers are still in tatters because of it. The best thing that came out of the um, 7, 8, 9 movies was probably this animation. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the amount of memes that came out of it were just crazy. Like you to be as well. <laughs> oh, after after this, um, look up the final battle for the uh, the new trilogy. I don't want to. Oh no no, it, it, you're you're gonna hate it, but there's a lot. There is a I, lot that needs to be discussed. Yeah, I don't want to see it. You need to because there is. A you lot need to see just how guys. bad it was. I don't even know how to spell it. I will use the force to heal my broken body. Take a while, but will you be quiet? <laughs> Thirty-six years later. I'm just going to take a little nap. Fucking crap. Oh my god. Sorry, look it up. Look it up. Okay, hold on. 
Oh, it it's bad. It. It's bad. Yeah, even with the little amounts of battles they had with the lightsaber and what was it, David? The I want to say fifth movie where there were what maybe two, three scenes that equaled possibly a minute long in full worth of lightsaber battles. This. Oh, I'm talking like just the full ending. Like it, it, the whole thing was stupid. This fight. Uh, yeah. That... We can only work with what we have. You have so much fucking reference from the Clone War series to previous fucking movies. Magic. What? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. No, 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 no. We are not just gonna gloss over that. What was that? <laughs> All, right. All right. So you what? you want you want the explanation as to what that yes. just was? Yes, I want so, the explanation. Apparently, for some fucking reason, Ray and Kylo have this special force connection. Where they, I I don't know f- why they thought this was a good idea, but they can literally move things through the force and transport them around the what world. Are, what, what there's are... a hold on, hold on. There is a scene, late like further back, where they are on a like a, a smuggler planet trying to get CP CP three O's brain like reset or some shit, and. Ray is in the middle of the street and they use this stupid psychic link that transports her to the middle of Kylo's bedroom where she destroys a bunch of his shit and then when the link ends she's right back to where she was. But it actually means that they can move around, basically like teleport shit. That's fucking retarded. Yeah, that is actually autistic. It's basically magic through the force. Bouncing back on it though, Magic? what were, what were <laughs> Ray and uh, Ben's fucking whole storyline? Like Palpatine's grandchildren. So, as far as I know, or that's how it was explained in the newer movies, at least. So the way the way I I think this is the the ending. Ray is the granddaughter of Palpatine. Not in the traditional sense that Palpatine either had a sister or had a wife. No, he had a clone that went out, that he sent out as like a normal person who got married and had a kid. So it was a, it was, it was his clone, but it was like his quote unquote son or daughter. It doesn't explain. I don't remember if it explains which one was the clone, but the parents were stolen by the first order or taken away by the first order because of Palpatine ordered it. You know, haha, fuck you child. (laughs) But Ray's essentially the granddaughter or the daughter of a clone of Palpatine. So he's technically her grandfather and Ben or Kylo is the son of princess Leia and Han Solo. I would love to dive into the details on how 
the power of one's force could be transferred so, into a clone and then transferred into an offspring on top of that. Well, there there are legends material of uh, clones receiving force sensitivity. It actually happened during the Clone Wars with a few Jango clones. But it's power, though, to have... It just happens sometimes. It's Uh, like a one-in-a-million luck of the draw where it's like, all right, you're blessed and you aren't. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Well, look at Anakin Skywalker. His conception was due to Plagueis' manipulation of the Force. Uh, Shiva Skywalker, Anakin's wife, never married. She didn't have a boyfriend or husband she skywalker was born of the force because of Plagueis. so essentially that's what palpatine was trying to recreate he was trying to build or create another body for himself that was even stronger in the force than he was currently and one of those clones that wasn't or he thought wasn't force sensitive he let go into the world to kind of just reproduce to carry on his bloodline. That's just it's back. It's it's fucked in the way they they. It's super it lazy writing. It's not explained at all. It's kind of it's just hints and pieces. It's so and, much and shittiest writing well, no, imaginable. Here's the thing: it's hints and pieces in the movies, probably up to close to maybe four minutes of actual good hints and pieces. And then finally, out of nowhere, they started fucking creating wiki pages about this. And it's like, okay, but I understand how we got here. What happened way before this? Because if you look anywhere through any of the newer movies, anywhere between the wikis, like you said, it really doesn't explain him creating most of his clones while in this last movie they've made, it kind of explains his clones in the end of the movie, just haphazardly, like, here, oh yeah, he was creating clones. But... yeah, Well, I mean, at the very end of this movie, this is literally called Rise of Skywalker. As we know, Kylo Ren, or Ben... Uh, is or Ben Solo is the only one who actually has claim to the Skywalker name, as his mother is Leia Skywalker. Is that well, technically Leia Skywalker? Technically, yeah, and by the, blood, yes, by blood. So Ben is the only one who has blood claim over the name. But as I'm sure everybody knows, at the very end, Ray just claims it for herself. And calls Which herself makes, a Skywalker. And it makes zero fucking sense. No, it Which, really fucking doesn't. And what they did at the end of this whole fucking movie was tried to leave it open to another movie, which, let's face it, is going to be... It's not going to happen. Half-written, little to no detail, and probably a ton of bullshit made-up lore and legend that they're going to write off because people get pissed at it. And it's not going to happen. Write- well, people have a right to get pissed at it if they did, though, because they're screwing up the original legends and lore by doing this with these new All right, movies. Let's, let's finish this shitty-ass scene, please. Oh, it's... It's bad. Oh, do you even know who these guys are he's attacking now? Nope. <laughs> so, huh? 
Wait, whoa, 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 where did, what, what, why? Huh? Yeah, she just where got... Where did she get the second lightsaber? Yeah, she's just got two fucking lightsabers now. Even though for the whole film series, she was carrying Anakin's lightsaber. So, I don't remember where she got this one from. Wasn't Obi-Wan's and Anakin's buried together at one point? No. Yes, he did have them buried together at one point. Yeah, but then when they came out with the uh, Obi-Wan series through Disney, he unburied them and, and used his lightsaber, but at the end he reburied them. There's... Huh? The yeah, in the, in the Obi-Wan series. I didn't pay much attention to the Obi-Wan series. When he originally comes to play and, and everything's being... Why did the quality just... <laughs> Oh, that's oh, just so you, oh. just just so you know, that's not from the recording. That's just how the movie turns. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. So, David, with the original uh, Obi Wan series, in the beginning he does have his lightsaber still, but coming up to the end of the movie, he decides to. Oh, also, also, if you watch here, Palpatine's a vampire. Uh -huh. They turn him into a fucking. Uh, I turned him into a Twilight, virtually. Except he's not aware of Oh. Yeah, so here we see another Force ability no one's ever heard of. The ability to suck someone's soul straight out of their body. Oh, uh, yeah, those guys in the black armor that he just got done massacring? Um, those are supposedly the Knights of Ren. They were supposed to be, like, Kylo Ren's disciples. They're never mentioned in any of the films until this point. Yep. Even sense. though they're supposed to be, like, his posse. Dude, it just dropped quality again. <laughs> Welcome to the movie. Now, I will say it was interesting seeing... Oh, and here we go. did he get all of these ISDs? Uh, oh, never mind the fact that he's able to use Sith Lightning to create an EMP that affects the entire goddamn battlefield. Knocking out entire Star Cruisers. Entire Star Cruisers, except for his ISDs. <laughs> oh, no, no. Go, no you're gonna want to go watch that. Go, uh... Look up the emergence of his fleet. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. No, 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 no. Come on, no, it's no, fine. I'm good. Thank you. Though. No, no. The emergence of the fleet is is fine. I thought it was a little cool how they made it all mysterious, but no, no, it's stupid. all right. I, I'm gonna pull it up because it was it's really stupid. I'm pulling. What do you really hold on? Well, no. So in the in, it Here, actually was kind of a cool thought behind it, but they just pulled it off so terribly. There was no thought behind it, because where's the logic? Like, where the fuck did these ships come from? Where did the crews come from? Where did the money come from to build these ships? Where did the items come from? How was he able to build them without anyone fucking noticing? Yeah, you would think the fucking New Republic would be noticing that out of nowhere, a shipyard was building thousands of these new... Uh, ISDs, and they don't know where they're going. 
So where's the paper? Where where the fuck is the logic behind this? Where did all this crap come from? Where? Correct me if I'm wrong. The crowd surrounding them when they were battling. What what were they supposed to be? Uh, like Sith apprentices that he's been tra that Palpatine's been training. Who? The, the, the crowd that was forming around them. No, they're like the crowd that was like up in the stands and like chanting and shit. No, that was his fucking like, that was his like cult. There, it's a Sith cult. They have no powers. They're just fucking lunatics that worship Palpatine. Makes sense. As the episode nine says, horrifically powerful capital ship presented to Kylo Ren and the First Order by Palpatine and the Sith loyalists at Exegol. So there's been a few discrepancies regarding okay, how many Zeisters so actually loyalists. exist, but in the Rise of Skywalker novel, yeah, but what explicitly said that there were over ten thousand Zeistins, each of which was 2,500 meters long, i.e. larger than an Imperial 2-class Star Destroyer, it had an axial super laser, and it was just generally very, very powerful. Without getting too critical, it actually- 2,000 ships! ...out of basically thin air. Nobody from the Resistance had even a hint that the Zeistin fleet was in well, production. Well, of course no one from the Resistance like had a hint. It's not these were refit Imperial 1-class Star Destroyers. They're based on the Imperial 1 design, but they're much larger. That would have been an interesting explanation, I think. It would have explained why the Empire lost so many Star Destroyers seemingly overnight, and how their power dwindled to the point where the New Republic was able to take over. So, where did they come from? And we gotta try to... What is the fact? Yeah, the fact that they... Oh. Oh, space horses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had space Don't... horses. Let's look at what's confirmed. So the first and the space horses weren't the scared of the powerful, loud lasers. Imperial project. They were apparently produced almost totally by the Sith loyalists who had been inhabiting Exegol. The only thing we don't know is when they started work on these ships, but I think it's implied that it was only after the death of Palpatine. Here's a quote from the Rise of Skywalker novelization. For a generation, my disciples have labored, Emperor Palpatine said, his voice dark and deep. Kylo's heart was racing. So much power. A star field of destroyers. The largest fleet the galaxy had ever seen. And then this is the key part. The rumors were all true. Exegol was a world populated by the Sith Eternal. True believers in the dark side of the Force. Devoting their lives to this. Then Palpatine says, They've built a fleet that will bring an end to the Galactic Rebellion once and for all. So the Sith Eternal, this group that's been hiding away on Exegol, or at least within the Unknown Regions, is the one responsible for these ships. The novelization also gives us the perspective of certain individuals within the Final Order, or the Sith Eternal, I guess at that point. We've got one excerpt that I mentioned earlier from Captain Sabrand, who's actually the commander of that Star Destroyer that blows up Kajimi. And basically we learn that she was raised in isolation within the Unknown Regions, that she spent the vast majority of her life in the Exegol Underground, and that she's never been outside the Unknown Regions. However, one thing that I found interesting is that the text explicitly says 
that some of the other Final Order officers were not raised on Exegol. Although many were, others were from various planets in the Unknown region. So it's very possible that there were several Sith strongholds which were basically working to help create this fleet. As a note, one thing that I didn't pick up on when I read this is that the Sith were also stealing First Order children. Basically, the highest potential ones would be kidnapped and brought into this even more secret and elite force. Okay, so we've got Star Destroyers, we've got several Sith strongholds most likely, but that still doesn't really answer the how. How were these ships made? Where exactly did they come from? Is there some sort of star forge or machine in the inside of Exegol? Was there massive space factories that were always just out of sight? Well, let's look at the evidence for this as well. The Zeistin page for the Episode 9 guide specifically states that Sith loyalists had infiltrated the boards of Kuan and Trala, basically the major shipbuilders, and that money and information was being funneled to the greater Sith faction in the Unknown regions. Presumably the Sith were embedded in many of the major financial sectors of the galaxy, and that they were a source of resources, but we also All know I can say is thank fuck for operated somewhat as a test bed for <laughs> final order technology. Well, so we wouldn't know most of this, let's for face example, it. Helped to inform the gun on the Zeistin. And it's very I wish I didn't know this. This is stupid. It's still extremely stupid. It's redundant, it's stupid, it makes basically no sense. I mean, just to tell you the quality of these movies, you can see it in the first 10 minutes where they bring out Starkiller Base, which is just a fucking reskin of the Death Star because they couldn't think of another way to introduce this villain. The Death Cube. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's like, it's that's what it literally was. They're like, oh, well, here's this new, like, bad faction, the First well, Order, if they, and they look just like Stormtroopers. Oh, they're called they, Stormtroopers. They have a fucking super weapon that blows up planets. Wow, where have I heard this before? Yeah, um, no. if they went with if they went with a cube, they'd also be pissing off the Star Trek community <laughs> because of the Borg in that show. At this point, they're already pissing off just the entire Star Wars community. So go. They don't okay. give a well, shit. I'm tired about learning about this, so I'm gonna watch <laughs> Swoter trailers.